This is the So We Were Talking podcast with your hosts, G. Greg and Dave Kimbrough. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. This is the So We Were Talking podcast. I'm here with my partner in crime, Dave Kimbrough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, man? What's up? Man, how you feeling? Dave, we are wonderful, man. We're feeling good, yeah. brother. How you doing? Man, I'm doing good. I'm uh, I'm grooving to our uh, Saturday morning cleanup music, man. Like, <laughs> Saturday morning cleanup. <laughs> you, know, you know, you put on, you know, the the, the house starts smelling like Lysol and bleach around 9 a.m. Oh, the man. windows is open, man. <laughs> and somebody's sweeping the floor, mopping the floor, and you hear this music bumping, man. That's what's you up, know. man. <laughs> Listen, man. Good stuff, man. Listen, man, we have to make sure, brother, that we are, we, we like you say, that Lysol all that freshness we gotta make sure that we bring in a fresh vibe every single right. show every man. time yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying every time that music is doing it for me bro I'm telling you yeah man like man I just I'm for, I'm for real preaching myself man with the broom sweeping the carpet <laughs> sweeping the carpet that'd be with a vacuum old school sweeping them steps down Get oh there, man that's down. what's up man that's what's up well listen for, for everybody out there listen up man so that's how we want you if y'all gonna clean the house listen to this man by all means, go ahead and do it. We right. have a fresh show for you guys today. Dave, yes. can you believe it? We are on show number two. Can you believe it? Show. show number two, man. Yes, I can believe it, man. I can definitely believe it. I'm excited about it. I stay excited about it, man. I just feel like, uh, man, wait till we on show number 100. What's, what is it going to be like? Man, then, man, listen, to God be the glory, man. We get right. to show 100, man. I, that's, man, listen. Yeah, we're going to have to do something special for that, man. Be yeah. live or something, man. Be somewhere. Yeah. That's live. what's up, man. So, Take yeah, a trip but we to got... the Bahamas or something once yeah. it's over. <laughs> That's so what's up, man. <laughs> Show number one. Podcast. Right. Maybe we get some sponsors <laughs> to help sponsor that trip, man, brother. You listen, know what I'm saying? Come on. Speak it. Speak those things, my brother. Speak those That's things. That's what's up, man. Well, listen, <laughs> man. Before we get started, man, we will yeah. uh, enjoy having you guys today, man. Before we get started, Absolutely. man, we're going to jump into some, uh, some headlines, man. Headlines. So, Dave, this is a segment of the show, man, where we do uh, headlines. <laughs> I got yeah, a good yeah. one for you today. So I was reading on the news, obviously local news, that your uh-huh. boy, Kwame Kilpatrick, what? has reached out to Donald Trump to try to get a pardon. Say word. Yeah, Are you for real? Yeah, I'm straight up. Man, that's wild. Man, so what you think, though? Like, because, you know, you think, you know, I don't know what, what people feel about Kwame, right? Yeah. You know, I know there was definitely mixed reviews. Most of the ones that I hear, like, man, bump that dude. Yeah. But, <laughs> but man, Trump is just fool enough to do it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I should say it like that, man, but I feel like he'd be like, man, shoot. Just on some, just on some, you know, I do have black friends. <laughs> I do have black friends. <laughs> is that wrong? Oh, man, this, man, this, this is, is my funny. thoughts, man. This, that, that comment doesn't reflect the, the views of the opinions of So We Were Talking. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Man, listen, man, so, so I don't know, man, like, when it comes to Kwame, man, like, straight up, like, he did the city dirty. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But... 
don't know if he did his 28 years worth. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm like that's a minute, bro. Like, 28. Yeah. That's crazy. I know people to probably bankrupt a whole bunch more. Yeah. Than 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 the city and, and probably did, you know, a few years and and got out and was able to go back. Man, let's to do whatever the heck they was doing before. Man, twenty eight years is, is a twenty eight years. This is the interesting thing about that is though, like, like I don't know if you recall it. I know this was a while back, but yeah, like, yeah. so he got sentenced, right? I mean, actually, he mm-hmm. got found guilty, right? Yeah. And then he walked out on the front steps of like the federal courthouse, mm-hmm. right? And they were like, "You got to come back later." You know, for your sentencing, man, I'd have been on the first thing smoking, bro. <laughs> man, you gotta come yeah, back. I ain't coming yeah, back. Uh, 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 mm, not me. No, I'm on the first thing, smooth smoking, bro. Oh, like, <laughs> like, man, y'all gonna have to catch me, man. Like, yeah. before I do 28, man, I, I'm gonna have to run for a minute. You figure if I'm doing 28, right? And I and I can get and if I can be at large for like eight, I actually yeah. won. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be at large. I'm with it, man. I feel like I won. I gotta feel like I won something. You know what I'm saying? Because that's that's crazy, man. It's crazy. Man, 28 years, brother. That's a minute, bro. 30 30 years, bro. How old was he when he went in? I don't know. But even if he was 20, which we know he wasn't 20, he was. He was way. He's had to be at least. Yeah. At least 40. Yeah, it's 40. Man, that's like 68 years old. Like, <laughs> Yeah, man, I might have would have tried to run for like 10 of them boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he lied, he might man. get a good 10. Yeah. But shoot, I don't know if he had any money left. Man, listen, it don't matter. All I need is a canoe, and he was right across the river from Canada. Like, I'm right. out. <laughs> out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Swim it. I'm going to swim it. Yeah. <laughs> Out of here, yeah, dude. man. Well, shoot, we don't know what's gonna happen with that, so we keep mm-hmm. y'all posted. But hopefully, he find his way. Yeah. Oh, uh, so we were talking, man. Right. Yeah, man. We had a great conversation too, man. I was, uh, you know, talking about what's going on right now. Yeah, talking man. About, with this coronavirus and all these man. different types of, of craziness, man. And and um, you, you know, we named it the Rona. Oh yeah, man. You know, <laughs> you know, black folks always about to make a nickname for something. You know what I'm saying? The Rona. Man, all right, I know this is all the subject, man. But dude, have you, like, I don't know if you're on social media. I, I know that you ain't. Let's <laughs> just say, I know that you're not yeah, on yeah, social uh-huh. media. But, man, Cardi B put out this sound bite, man, that somebody then took it and ran with it and oh. made a beat. Bro, and I got to, I, I can't even front, man. That beat is hard. <laughs> <laughs> beat sound good. Bro, I'm telling you, as soon as you hear this in your head, I know anybody who's listening to this and they have been and they have heard that song, they probably like, yep, that boy is on. <laughs> yeah, it is on. I ain't listen to the words, I just listen to the beat. Yeah, okay. Right. But shoot, <laughs> the only words is coronavirus. <laughs> really? Wow. Man, ain't it crazy, yo, how people like people like a do like these, like these mm-hmm. little songs about something. Remember, yeah. respect on my name. Oh From, my gosh. Oh man. my goodness. Wasn't that funny? Or uh, hide your kids, hide your wife. Right, hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> right, right. Oh, oh man. man. It was dude. another one with the cat from Cleveland. Oh, uh, what did he say? That was after the girls ran up out of the Dead uh, giveaway. Dead giveaway. What did they say? I knew something was wrong when a <laughs> white girl ran to a black <laughs> man arms. Dead giveaway. It. <laughs> I knew it. Crazy, I man. I knew something was wrong. Crazy, man. Well, it's crazy, man, because we're talking about a whole bunch of stuff that's wrong today, man. Yeah. 
and uh, hopefully, man, folks can hear what's right, what's yeah. right to do. Yeah, yeah, real talk. And what's right to believe, man, and where to put your where to put your faith and where to put your, you know, your energy yeah. and all that good stuff, man. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you know where to put your hope. So yeah, brother. Yeah. Mm. So uh, we recorded the show. This is the second show. Me and Dave mm-hmm. kind of put this down just because um, it was really kind of off the script of what we plan on doing going forward. Yeah. But it was just him and I talking based on the situation. Um, but through the uh, organic nature of the conversation, I think the Lord's uh, uh, was really speaking to us through it. Yeah. And yeah, um, yeah. I know I learned something from it. So uh, the so prayer is that um, the, users, uh, the listeners learn something from it, too. That's it, man. So we were talking, brother. So we were talking. There it is. Um, it's, it seems like a different time <laughs> right now, man. Uh, it's not, this is not anything that anybody that I know has ever seen before, uh, with the coronavirus, uh, earthquakes in different parts of the land, uh, locusts infestations, um, all of these things that are going on. Um, people are really in fear, right? (laughs) For real. And so I just wanted to connect with you, man, and see where you were at, what you were thinking. What was on your mind, man? You know, what was up with you? Right, 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 right. Well, yeah, man, it's um, it's, it's May 18th, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. and um, as of right now, man, we, we, we on lockdown in the house, man. And it's, you really think about that concept, man. It's like, you know, like when you're actually cannot go outside, man. Like if I can, like, if, if, and I'm sure we get opportunity sometime throughout this conversation, man. And we can just let you know about some of the stuff that's going on at the job, man. It's unbelievable, man. And not only is it unbelievable, but it's scary, man. And it's like, dude, what happened? Like, mm. uh, <laughs> like what's going on, man? Everything seems so, out, everything seems so out of control, man. You look at the economy, the economy is, is crashing. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's unbelievable, man. And so I think it's great, man, that we had the opportunity to just take some time out, man, and at least have some conversation about this, man, because um, having a conversation is good. Um, conversing with each other about things that may be on our mind um, is good. But I also think that um, us seeing how the, work, the Lord is working within this situation is also good as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's what we got <laughs> And I'm a, I was a, the same thing, man. So, you know, I'm not sure because, you know, of course, I'm in Ohio, man. And, uh, you know, our governor has is, is definitely put some stipulations in place where, you know, people are not to be at restaurants and bars and, you know, really kind of put some some to break some people going to work. And, you know, there's a lot of people being affected by that. Um, but just... Shanice and I, you know, my wife and I are here, we're, we're on lockdown too, man. Haven't been out. That not this week at all. I haven't been outside this week really at all, you know, other than to make a few runs, but really just kind of sitting back and, and looking at what's going on, man. Um, this is unprecedented. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's unprecedented, man. And it's like, I just, I wanted to take an opportunity, man, you know, especially since we have this, this vehicle that we're using, man. So we were talking, it's like, I wanted, I wanted to be able to really put down some things and really just talk about, you know, real quickly, you know, some feelings that we may be having, but really what we see 
when it comes to our, you know, our Christian walk and our faith at this time, man. And, you know, what it is that are we walking in faith for real, you know, and, you know, what's the difference between, you know, walking in faith and being wise and, you know, (laughs) saying that you don't fear, but still sitting at home scared. It's, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. It's a lot. Especially when you start to look at what's going on around the world, man. I know I talked to some people today, man. They feel like it's purely political. <laughs> like, you know, but then you say that, but then when you look at the other things that are going on around here, man, to me, I just, I started to see, you know, the word of God being true. <laughs> man. <laughs> Scary. Scary but <laughs> true. Right? Right, man. Scary but true. Right. Right. Just, uh, this with all, and then just when we think about you know us as Christians, what is our stance at this point? You know what I mean? Like, so first, man, let's just talk about man. What what is it like there where you at, man? Like, so is, so um, obviously I'm in Michigan. Me and Dave mm-hmm. are both we're Detroiters. Yeah, you know, Detroit. always. But obviously, <laughs> Dave is uh, Dave Dave travels have taken him to Ohio, which has uh, been a blessing. Yeah, you know, and definitely. so um with that being the case, so I'm still here in Detroit, man, and mm-hmm. and honestly, man, it's like crazy. So obviously we the motor cap motor city, you know, automotive capital yeah. of the world. And I mm-hmm. myself I is employed by the automotive industry, man, and crazy. Like mm-hmm. crazy. Like so obviously this week, um, all of this stuff going on and and, and, and I think this is like so far like the turn up week. Like turn up week one for this. Right. Mm-hmm. Seemed like last week was just kind of like a build up. Like, and this is like turn up week one. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you start seeing these cases and these different things pop up and it's like, whoa, you know what I mean? And I do think the media does a great job of hyping it up. and I'm not taking away the importance of it at all. Mm-hmm. There's no lack on on putting out there what's exactly going on. Um so, so that's the first piece. So the second piece is, you know, we have um, automotive industry, man. We have automotive plants everywhere. So in the plant, man, you'll have three or 4,000 people, right? Mm. Three or 4,000 people in the plant, man. And last night, one of the plants that we supply, I'm not going to mention it, but one mm. of the plants that we supply came up with a case, right? And mm. so, yeah, came up with a case. Now, mind you, we make, nobody's mm. buying Nothing right now. Like real talk, Dave. Like if your lease ended, would you go out and buy like today? No, no, Mm-mm. no, absolutely no, no. not. You, would you buy a car? Would you buy anything? I'm not buying nothing. I'm holding on to my cash, man. I'm, I'm putting cash in the in the safe right now. Yo, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's it's crazy. Yeah. Like like really, you're gonna mm-hmm. drop your vehicle off at the lot, and then you might Uber back to the crib. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I'm straight. I'm gonna just figure this thing out, man. Because nobody's doing it. So we pump out, man. We pumping out two thousand a day. Period. 2,000 a day, right? And so, man, you got a plant with thousands of people in it, man. So all week, man, it's been built up. Like, why don't they shut the plants down? Why don't they shut the plants down? They shut the the schools down uh, either late last week or earlier this week. Mm -hmm. Um, Shut the schools down, which was a blessing because I didn't want my kids. And my kids were going to be out of school regardless. So that was the first Mm -hmm. thing. So everybody's like, you know, and and you got to understand, too, when when they shut the schools down, it's a burden on people because of babysitting and daycare Mm -hmm. and not being able to come to work. That's already burden number one. So they shut the schools down there. Second thing is, um, everybody's like, when are they going to shut the plants down? Right? 
when they go so they haven't been doing it. So it's been a tension building all week, right? All week. Mm. Well, last night, one of the first cases came out in one of the plants. I mean, it was a straight up uprising. And the mm. news can tell you firsthand the news, the, the Detroit news and whatever else can tell you what they want. And they're trying to frame it like, oh, because of public safety, because of whatever, that the, the suppliers decided to shut down the plant. No, that's not what happened. What happened was the, 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 the fellow union workers found out that there was a case in their plant and they, they, they walked off. They walked off the wow. job. They walked off the wow. job like straight up, we not working, period. Mm-hmm. We not working. And so they put out a news feed saying, oh, you know, for safety reasons, to decide to shut down the plan or whatever the case may be, yada, yada, yada. So the next day, evidently, they they, they must have thought that people were going to come to work the next day, the next morning, like nothing didn't happen. And then people showed up for work today and everybody on the line took a seat, sat down, what? said we're not doing nothing, period, right? And wow. what's they going to do, right? So, so, right. so quickly, they, they put the line to a stop. They shut it down. So only after that, and then you had a couple more cases pop up in the plant. So only after that did you get this thing out that they're just now putting out saying, yeah, we're going to shut down the plant for two weeks. Like, dog, mm. did it really take that? Right, man. You know what I'm saying? So so there's a lot, and we, we can dig into that a little bit more. I don't want to beat on it too mm. much. but So that's one of the things. And then just grocery store shopping and, and <laughs> Yeah, crazy, man. you know. Crazy. So, so yeah. So that that's it. So right now, man, we 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 locking it down. We're in the house, man, and, and yeah, we're not we're not gonna be leaving. If it take two weeks, and that's what it's gonna be. So, right, man, and I, man, I really, I, I'm praying, brother, that that is, you know, the the you know the end of it, man. You know, we can work things out and things get taken care of. We can get out, get out ahead of it, but. It's just, it's crazy, man, because I work in the industry too, where it's public. I, I work for, you know, I'm public, I'm public servant pretty much. And so, you know, it gets difficult because we service folks who need, who need help, who need health care, who need to be able to have food, right. who need all of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who need all of that? You right. know what I'm saying? And right. so it's like, you know, we are really trying to make sure that these people get that stuff, get get what they need. But at the same time, you are dealing with people who, you know, they have lives too. They have children too. These people have, you know, uh, concerns of them for themselves. And so you want to make sure that these people come to work and make sure that they're there to continue to service the community. But, you know, they have their personal lives also. And right. so it becomes this, you know, as far as, you know, where I work, it becomes this, okay, who, where do we draw the line? Because, you know, we still need, the, there are people that are going to be in need. They need help. They yeah. need resources. They need yeah. all of these things, yeah. especially now. But then um, at the same time, those same people who are servicing the community need to be serviced themselves. They need to be able to make sure that they're safe and, and all of that. So, um, you know, it just becomes, it's, it's, it's a difficult situation to navigate and you want the people who are in, you know, decision-making positions to make the best decision for everybody. And so then it just becomes very, very difficult Absolutely. to do that, man. Absolutely. And, you know, then, you know, tensions are high. People are, yeah. you know, being a certain kind of way and, 
you just hope that uh, things work out in a in a way that it, it it benefits everyone. But then is you in a position where that's just not I don't know if that's possible, really. And so now you get to, you know, where I work and the things that I do for a living, it's like there is not any proactive things going. Everything and everybody seems to be reactive yeah. to, you know, to the situations. Right. And so it's like, well, what do we do? What do we do um, to make sure that those things, you know, that people are taken care of right. and that. And you take um, care of right within right. the whole situation, right? I mean, yeah, because I mean, even though I mean, you're, <laughs> and that's tough. Like it's tough for like, yeah. like, like first responders, man, and like nurses. <laughs> like these are not yeah, robots. Man. These are people with lives and these families and, and these types of things, man. And, and your job is to service in this, and you concerned mm-hmm. about your own situations at home. Like, man, I could, I, <gasps> man, how do you do that? Right? How do you do it? Difficult. And then, man, then you have the whole thought process of this is a political move. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and, and and that to me, man, becomes um, really telling of where we are in our society and our thought processes. Now, you know, I'm not saying that it is a political move and I'm not saying that it's void of politics. Right. I'm saying if, in fact, that is true. Where, where, where are we as a society that will allow death, that would allow sickness, that would allow panic in order to push a, a, a political agenda, man? Like, come on, man. People's life. And, you know, um, you know, we say these things, you know, people say these things like, oh, you know, it's about this, it's about that. But if it really was, well, so if this yeah. is a situation that could have been prevented or folks knew about this some time ago or whatever it is that you may have had insight about this and from about what we're dealing with right now. Um, would you, in order to gain some type of political stance or whatnot, would you allow this type of thing to happen? And I'm not saying that, um, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying that people, People would do that, but it's like, man, think about like, would someone, I mean, I'm not saying that people could control it, right? You know, there's a, there's a virus out, you know what I mean? People are getting sick, but if there was something that you could do or as, as our society or government or whatever to stop that process or to put halts on it to, or to put out measures uh, that we could have got out in front of this thing before, but you decided not to do that because it would help you politically. Wow. Like to me, that that right there, this is really telling about where we are and how and why it's necessary that especially folks like you and I who believe in the power of Jesus Christ to really be promoting that thing right now, really be letting people know like, hey, listen, um, you can see that this, the place that you're living, the place where we are is not really looking out for your best interests. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. And that—that that to me is, is scary because you have people who don't know what we know, who don't have um, the belief system that we have, who don't have that—the the surety that no matter what happens here after this, I'm taken care of. Wow. Can you imagine what type of fear that is, is running rampant wow. through the hearts and minds of men, man. men and women that are saying, "Oh man, I don't know what's about to happen," and then to be totally dependent upon a government or a system right. that has really kind of said to you, 
I mean, and let's just be honest, if you're old right. or if you have some type of existing condition, we, I don't know where your value lies wow. with this. You, you see what I'm saying? Wow. Like, where's your, because if those are the folks who is, you know, those who are immune compromised, whose immune systems are compromised, right. who may be elderly, right. who, you know, even young folks who may have some situations going on right. and it need to be on medications and all those things. Right. If this was something that you could have prevented <laughs> wow. or got out in front of, yeah. but yeah. those people are expendable to you. Wow. It really does. It, to me, it really lets us know that we are not as far advanced as we thought that we were. Wow. For because, a reason, for, 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 a re, for a political reason or for right, a, reason, a monetary man. reason. Yeah. Or whatever. Ain't no doubt. Yeah, because it's like, you know, people are talking about, you know, I was looking at uh, social media today and people were talking about a stimulus package. Like, oh, we're going to get the stimulus. We're going to get the stimulus. <laughs> like, man, stimulus to for what? For what? Mm. <laughs> what, what how is the money going to help you if you can't go to the store anyway or you can't get what you need Correct. anyway? Like, how is that? How is that going to be beneficial to you? So it, it just really kind of shines a light, man, on really where we are. And I hope that people get to see that we can't put our trust and our faith in this system, this world Taylor. system, that there is a, a God that we have to serve because real talk, man, his name is Jesus Christ, by the way, but let's be clear. Yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. be clear about that. Yeah. But it's like, man, you, you put yourself, cause I, man, you know, my parents are elderly, yeah. bruh. Yeah. You know, you start talking about, shutting down from a level where people you know where the government is saying hey listen stay in the house dude you know i'm thinking like okay what's about to happen to my parents right. i'm not there you know yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah, you know what i mean absolutely. so this is like and, and, and why are these people expendable to you if you knew if, if you, you knew, knew something if you could do something about it if you could do something yeah. man so so mm. so i want to i want to piggyback onto that man and and, and, mm. and before i say anything and, and throughout this conversation i'm gonna tell you it's funny how the lord worked the lord work in mysterious ways mm. and, and i'll get to that point later mm. um but here's the thing right so i thought about it throughout the week and i told myself why are they not shutting these plants down right why are mm. these allowing these people to continue to work like mm. what is it when you sit up in this boardroom, like, like, don't make no mistake about it. We, the powers that be, had conversations about what was going on, mm-hmm. and, and it wasn't mm-hmm. no water cooler talk. It was people sitting around the <laughs> table or on a conference call in a major level, like this is what we're going to continue to do, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you chose not to make a decision to shut the plant down for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Fine, call it what you want, but one thing I can guarantee is it wasn't for the best interest of those people mm-hmm. that worked there. How could it be? Right. How could it be, right? And you say, well, so they can keep having jobs and keep working. And them, trust, make, make make no mistake about it. The company can send them people out, still pay them people because the company going to get their money from the government. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's not, the, the point is this, is that you guys made a conscious decision to continue doing what it was that you wanted to do, that, that, that you thought was best. And the, 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 the dominating factor was not safety of people. Mm-hmm. So with that being the case, it took people to stand up, right, and basically sit down and say, we're not doing it, right, for you to then adjust your behavior accordingly, right? Wow. Now, let's set that aside mm-hmm. for a second. If this was a political debate and someone said, pose the question, if this was a scenario and it's your company, would you do this? 
no candidate would ever say, I will continue to run this plan. <laughs> ever, right? Ever. Right. No one would ever right. say that. People are like, oh, you crazy. Yeah, yeah, just that in the third, right? And so what I'm trying to draw is the, del- the, de- the delineation between what people say and what people actually do. So if there's mm. ever any question about people's motives, I have never seen a more clear picture now. Wow. Ever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you have yeah. just showed me, right, what was more important. You say, well, how can you say that? Once people started getting sick, then you acted. <laughs> right? What did it take? Right. Like, once people started getting sick, then you acted. Like, mm-hmm. so what are you telling me about who you are as individual and who you are as people? So I piggyback mm-hmm. on, them, on what it was you were saying for political reasons. Mm-hmm. If something happened for political reasons or something that was for the not best interest of the people, right? And that's who you depending in, man. But mm-hmm. that's who your hope in, right? If mm-hmm. that job is your God, look how your God did you. Man. Right? Man. If your God is a political system and he's presidents and this and that, look how your presidents did you. And I'm not making no, no, I'm not admonition, no political party or none of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But look how your government did you. Right. If your hope is built on something other than Jesus Christ, man, it's going to let you down every single time. And if you don't see that right now, you will never see it, man. And that man, that right there, that's the statement. That's the thing, because. What ends up happening, man, folks will, will end up being extremely lost, bro, extremely lost because. Yeah. They thought that, you know, we, we saw it before we, you know, we grew up in the D. We saw right. what it was like when the plant started to move yeah. and when, you know what I mean? You, you know, outsourcing became and Lent. folks, you know, yeah. they loved right. right. Nothing. Dude, mm-hmm. nothing. And, mm-hmm. and people began to, you know, their hope and their, you know, their desire. Everything was based on what they did with this job and this employer. And all of a sudden that thing is moved out of the way. You don't have that option anymore. Right. And, you know, Life took a, a drastic turn for a lot of people, man. Yeah, no doubt. And it, but there, you know, what what is it about that that Christian person, man, that can can weather the storm? And and this is the thing that um, my question is, and and you know, I, I'm trying to make sure that you know, especially me and my household, that we're doing some things that we're putting, you know our belief where our mouth is, right? You know what I'm saying? That we, we're right. standing up and, and doing and, and doing the things that we believe. But my question is soon is what is the role of the Christian in this in this in this whole process, man? And how do we stand firm and how do we stand in this situation? Because at the end of the day there is a virus. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Folks are not going to church. Yeah. <laughs> Folks are not, you know, meeting and gathering. Right. And I get that. But then what are we doing? You know? Wow. What you know, what are we taking care of? Because, you know, in the word, it'll let us know that we are responsible for those who are poor and downtrodden yeah. and the widows yeah. and all of those folks. Yeah. That's I mean, that's what the word says. Right. The word tells us that. You know what I mean? That wow. we're responsible for that. And so uh, uh, the one thing that I was seeing, you know, and then I was saying to myself was that, man, it is also it shows us who we've allowed to assume the the responsibility for the church. Yeah. And yeah. what I mean by that is, you know, sometimes in, in certain arenas and I'm not saying in every arena because there's some good 
fellowships and ministries out there that are really doing some real active work in the community, taking care and doing exactly what the word of God says. However, there is this uh, thought process and this viewpoint that the Christian church or not even just only the Christian church, but church in general doesn't care. And what they care about is the same thing that the government or these uh, these business owners care cares, these business owners care about, which is the bottom line. Bottom line. Whatever that bottom line may be. <laughs> yeah, whatever that bottom line may be. Right. And so it's like, uh, you know, what are we going to do? What are we, what is our stance? What's our movement from here? How do we, you know, impact our community at this point? Because real talk, man, now is the time to put our faith where our mouth is. Like, we say one thing, but are are we are we the ones out there getting folks food? Are we showing them where, where resources are supposed to be? Are we gathering our resources together to help out folks? Are we, you know, definitely we need to make sure that we are put in a position where we're still uh, impactful to the community and that we're there when this whole thing is over. But at the same time, it's like, what are we going to do? Because we see that that are the employer, so to speak, or the people, the powers that be, that look the way you put it, it, they have a monetary bottom line that they have to worry about. And that's what they worried about. <laughs> that's what they worried about, man. Above all. That's it. And it, you know, if it's coming above down all. to the money, then would it, above it, all. It, it can't right. come down to the money for the church. Or, I'm not even, yeah, it can't. It's, it's just crazy, man. It, it makes you think about how far we've gotten away from that Acts 2 type of church where we have all things in common and we can move together because we we don't want for anything because we're taking care of each other. You know what I'm saying? Man, it's just, it's just a lot to think about, man. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a, it is a lot. It is a lot. One one of the things I want to hit on that you kind of talked mm-hmm. about is you talked about um what are we doing as Christians? And so a, a little while back I talked about I said yeah 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 I said um Lord works in mysterious ways and this is why right so mm-hmm. no 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 lie like this happened today this happened today like and mm-hmm. again how the Lord strings things together because by you saying that makes makes mm-hmm. what I'm about to say even that much more relevant. And so yeah. my cousin, my cousin gave me a call. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to mention him, but he, he I want when he get an opportunity mm-hmm. to hear this man. And, and, and I love him. I love him like a brother. And um, when he gets the opportunity to hear this, um, mm-hmm. I hope it's something that, that can be a blessing for him. Right. And so throughout this whole process, um, I was making sure I was calling mm-hmm. him. Now he lives in another state as well. Obviously he grew up here in Detroit well as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but he lives in another state now. He's actually down in, down in town now. And, um, but I make sure I called him like, yo, make sure that you, mm-hmm. I see this coming because I, I saw this coming like a month ago. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm like, make sure you do this, make sure you do that or whatever the case may be. So we have been going back and forth. I've been checking in on him. Um, yeah. um, and whatnot. So I called him today. I was like, yo, make sure you take a little bit of money out the bank. You know, make sure that you have it. You know what I'm saying? You want to have some cash. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know whatever. And so we had this conversation, right? So we were talking, just going through what was going on here, hitting on some of the stuff that was happening in both places. And um, mm-hmm. he hit me with this. And it hit me like a ton of bricks, right? He said to me, he says, man, I want to talk right, to you about right. something. Anytime somebody leave with that, I'm like, yo, this is about to be a heavy conversation. 
But then he said, I want to mm. talk to you about something. And I know it's a, a conversation for later. Right. He said to me, he says, I have been going to this church and, and, and I believe that he is, mm. he is, is, is trying to, is trying to figure some things out. Mm. Right. Um, I don't know where the strength of his faith is. Right. But I believe he's trying to figure some things out, which is, which is wonderful. And he said to me, he says, um, I want to talk to you about it. And I felt like he asked me that question mm-hmm. because he, he wanted to have a conversation. It just wasn't the time at that point in time. But it, you can tell it was burning on him. Mm-hmm. And he says to me, so I kind of went to this church. Right. And he said to me, he says, hey, um, they mm-hmm. said that you need to know what your why is. Right. And he says, I thought deep mm-hmm. about it and I don't have a why. Right. And he said to me, do you have a why? Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, absolutely, I do. Yeah. And I said, in my head, I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, what a heavy question, right? What a heavy question mm-hmm. in the midst of what it is that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And I don't know exactly where his faith lies, but he said, what is your mm-hmm. why? He chose to ask that question at this point in time. And mm-hmm. I told him, I said, yo, we're going to have to have a conversation as we're going to talk. So what I'm saying is this, in this time, when you're depending upon mm-hmm. all these other things and those were your why, when your wow. why start to fail you, your purpose starts to fail you, right? Right? Your purpose starts to fail you. So it leaves you in this place to where you actually asking yourself, like, why, wh- mm-hmm. what, is the, what am I doing this for? Why do I bother doing this? Right. And it's a scary mm. place when you don't understand your why. Right. So those to all those people that are mm. listening, your why is Jesus Christ. Period. Your relationship with Jesus Christ, you boil it all down. Mm. And at the end of the day, it's the only thing that matters. It says a day in the life will soon be passed. Only what's done <laughs> for Christ will last. will last. That's real. Right. And so when you look at all these things that you thought was 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 wonderful, all this glitter, all these little shiny keys and all these things of distraction Mm -hmm. in these times and troubled times, you really start to put into uh, priority the things that are most important. Right. And in that, if you can't find your why, it's a very tough place to be. Man, man, that is heavy because. People are definitely coming face to face with what their why is every day, especially, um, yeah. especially where the, the place where it is, the place that I work, man, you know, there's some conditions, you know, you, when you are a public servant, when you serve the community, you come in contact with everybody, you know, and, in Columbus, Ohio is, um, a place where it's, it's, we have a lot of people who are not from the this country, right? So you have a lot yeah. of international travel. Of course, right. you know what I mean? Is our, our airport is international, so people are coming from everywhere. And so you right. come in contact with everywhere. And not to mention, not only that, uh, Columbus is uh, one of those places where it is, um, you know, very easy to live when it comes to cost of living, finding places right. to live and, and right. Um, right. finding employment and all of those things. Right. Um, I mean, right. for instance, I came down here uh, for the second time uh, outside of college with my car and clothes and within a week, you know what I mean? Within a month or so I had an apartment. I had a good, I had a job that was able to sustain that. 
and all of those wow. things. And so yeah, you, you ain't doing that in, in certain places, yeah, New York, no, California. Yeah. Yeah, you ain't doing, you ain't that, doing that. And so sure. with that with saying that, it makes it attractive to a lot of people who uh, may be coming from other countries, especially people who may have been refugees from wherever they are and things like that. So you get a lot of international travel. So you come in contact with a lot of different people all the time, especially at the, like right. I said, I work in a public service uh, uh, arena. And so especially right. with helping people um, establish themselves and things like that. So you come in contact with those people all the time. And so, you know, folks, you know, when you, you go to that job, it's a good job. You know what I mean? It's, it, it pays well, you know what I mean? Right. And for the most part, they're flexible with time and things like that. So it makes it easy to work there. But, you know, and people will say, you know, I'm working here, I'm getting my retirement, I'm doing what I got to do. But now when your health is... <laughs> Your health is in, yeah. in, in, in yeah. question, in jeopardy. In jeopardy. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you're looking at the people that are making decisions and you're saying, why are you not shutting the doors to these people? And, and like I said, man, those folks still need help. But at the same time, you know, where's my why? I, you know, where's that why goes out of the window when before it was like, oh, I'm here to help people. I'm here to do, you know, yeah. do, yeah. do all yeah. of this stuff. Yeah. And then all of a sudden my own health and, and things like that are in. And Jeffrey, you know, right. Right. you you bail out that boy real, real quick. quick, and you like, hey man, I don't want it that bad. <laughs> right, shut the doors, <laughs> B. Like we <laughs> right. we not doing right. this with them. Right. We not right. doing it. Right. And um, right. you know, that just becomes a real question because now it's like, well, shoot, what do I do if this becomes my reality? If I have to deal with, you know, a virus, or you know, I was talking to an, uh, one of my one of my guys, man. And, you know, he's done well for himself when it comes to investment and things like that. He lost, he said he lost like 50 cheese last week. Wow. You know what I mean? 50,000. And so, you know, it really, man. Yeah, that's worse than the virus. I'm laid out on the street over that. I'm laid down. I call an ambulance. Like, man, what happened to you? Like, man, big loss. Big loss. Blood loss? No, brother. Big loss. Big loss is out here, man. Man, I need an infusion, man. Help me. We need help. We need help right here, man. But, you know, then it it starts to really, I think, in this this time, man, like you were saying, I think there's a a real revelation of where people's, people, where they're, the core of them lies. Like, where is it that, like you said, put your trust in. Where do I put my trust? Where is is that, where is it that I'm really working for? What is it that I'm really doing here? And, you know, when you start to lose your money, you know, people are like, man, I, I, they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do, man. And, yeah. I, you know, I just, I want people to know and understand that, yeah, these things are going to be hard. And, and quite honestly, man, when we talk about this Christian faith, we understand that this is going to get far worse than this. Man, what? <laughs> It, this is it's far worse. Yeah. Like, 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 okay. So, so real quick, mm-hmm. like for all those that are listening, like when you get that little warning that come on, like, like warning, this is might be graphic in nature. <laughs> like this is that warning time. <laughs> like, be, be, like, yo, this is the beginning. Like, this is like more to come. Yeah. Like, this is a prequel. Right. right. This is a prequel. Dude. And so it's like now, you know, being someone who trusts in the Lord, I'm not going to front, man. You know, um, in my mind, I'm telling my friends and my family, like, listen, you know, there's a scripture that says, you know, 
we're gonna be um, wise as a serpent and gentle as a dove. I'm gonna handle you with some, 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 some. I'm gonna handle you with some compassion and things like that. But there's some things that's going on in this world that I need to make sure that I prepare for, man. And you know, you don't want to go because, man, bruh. I mean, unless we be real, if we gonna talk, if this is what we talking about, so we were talking. I know people are out here, you know. Okay, for instance, I went into the um uh the 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 the, the ammo store the other day. You know what I mean? I, I, brother, <laughs> I, let, let's let's again let's take another pause. Let's take another, pause. another pause. I went to. I went to. <laughs> I went to. Right. Right. And man, right. the line was what? out of the. It almost looked like a jo- yeah. It looked like a line for Jordans. Or it looked yeah. like a line for, you know, Black Black Friday. Black Friday. Yeah, man. Man, people waiting yeah. two and three hours to talk to the man about purchasing a weapon. Then, yeah, they said they said this was this was they have had more gun sales in the last two weeks than any other time in history. Brother. In American history. Man. Crazy. Man. And I you know. Man, and, and there are people who are purchasing weapons and guns who never thought that they would ever do that before. Ever. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not doing this. And so it just kind of, you know, it speaks to the mentality of where we are. It's like, man, you know, how do, how do we, how do you and I, man, as Christians, knowing what the word says about having things in common and coming together and being together and making sure that we're looking out for one another, you know, but society is really saying, isolate yourself, be separate, make sure you have stuff to hold down your household. And that's it. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And everybody else is, you know, everybody yeah. else. Yeah. And you, you, we stand in this place. It's like, man, you know, as a Christian, as a Christian brother, I want to, I want to, I want to make sure that I'm doing what the word of God says, you know, yeah. I want to put it out there at the same time. I look, I'm riding down the street and I see the gun store. There's people wrapped around the building. What is that? What are they preparing for? Like, what, what, what's about to happen? What's about to happen? You know what I mean? And so yeah. emotions and thoughts and all those things that are all time high right now. And I just felt like, man, we needed this, to get on here and just really talk about the goodness of the Lord and how many times, man, our our society has seen these times where things were uneasy and there were things that you just could not understand and unknown. And you start to see that the word of the Bible start to really unfold in your reality. And it's like, what, what do we say to him, brother? You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. What are we, saying? what are we saying to him? What are we doing? What are we showing them right now? Are we showing them that we have faith in our God or are we showing them that, Hey, Come around, and I mean the real talk, bro. I'm gonna defend my home. I'm not gonna. Yeah, ain't no doubt. <laughs> ain't no doubt. Of you course, I mean? of course. You know what I mean? Gotcha. I'm, I'm gonna defend yeah. my home. At the same right. time, man, I don't want it to come to that. I really don't that? want it to come to that. I wanted to. I want to be able to look at my brother in the street and say, "Man, I got this. If you need some, but don't come right. over here and try to take it. Right? Don't try to take it. I can offer you some. I can offer you some. <laughs> <laughs> don't come try don't, to take it because I got something for you for it. that too. But right, right, right. <laughs> but, whichever way you want it. But <laughs> man, you know, it's you know, it's it's that it's that it's that line, man. It's that line that we walk, and we got to be on the side of Christ here. And it's like, dude, like what? What's what's really happening right now, man? 
And so, uh, man, dude, it's just, you know, it's just a crazy time, man. It's a crazy time. And, you know, so, so my question, so G, so how, how's, how's the wife and the kids taking it, man? What are, what are they saying? What are they thinking? So, so the kids are like, ah, we out of school. (laughs) We good. Going down. We good. You know what I'm saying? The kids are, the kids are, you know, they're like out of school. So they're like, whatever. Um, the wife is, is, has been like, so, so, so I'm gonna give y'all this, right? Mm-hmm. And, and this might be a crazy analogy for this, but it's going to make sense. Mm-hmm. So about everyone knows Popeye's chicken sandwich came out. Yeah. And, and again, man, like, I really think like the Lord, like will give me like some crazy stuff like to go off of. Cause he know how my mind yeah, works. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause he know I'm gonna follow this certain path. So it, it's interesting how he does stuff, but this happened. Mm-hmm. So Popeye's chicken sandwich came out. And I'm driving by Popeye's chicken sandwich. I'm not social media connected. I stay away. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm driving past the, 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 the chicken sandwich place. I mean, Popeye's and it's like, uh, the, the line is crazy. Right. I'm like, dog, like, what the heck? Why, like, why is the line like that? Like, it must be like discount day yeah, or right, something. Right. Whatever, right? Getting away free you know, sandwich. so, yeah, free sandwiches, <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever it might be, you know, cause, so whatever. So, so I drive, you know, a couple more days go by, like the line is off the hook. I'm like, dog, what is going on at Popeye's, mm-hmm. right? So, before you know it, some people I talk to or whatever start sending me some messages about Popeye's. And then I look into it and I see like, oh, okay, it's a Popeye's chicken sandwich come out. And as we all know, it was like the deal. Right. Right. right? And then it went away. Mm-hmm. All right. So the Popeye's chicken sandwich went away and it was gone. So everybody's anticipating on waiting for this Popeye's chicken sandwich to come back out. Mm-hmm. What? When the day it hit, it was like Jordan. People knew like, yeah, you know, the chicken sandwich come out today. Like, when is the last time you have ever in your whole entire life, like, waited, people knew on the day a, a piece of food was going to come out? Right, right. <laughs> He's a fool, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, so it came out. I believe on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. I believe it came out on a Sunday. Man, the line was crazy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, over the course of several weeks, what you started to see was fights on YouTube, mm-hmm. people fighting, people getting killed, mm-hmm. people getting stabbed, people getting whatever, whatever about these Popeyes chicken sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And so I told my wife, I said, "Listen, that's crazy." As we read through these articles, and I'm like, "What do you think would happen if if people?" if this was something that was important, mm. like food, right? And she like, man, people be going crazy, right? So fast forward, this is just like two or three months yeah. ago. So fast forward, when I start seeing this stuff happening in China and whatnot, right. I'm like, dog, it's some bull. Yeah. And I popped into my head, Popeye's chicken sandwich, <laughs> straight up. So I went up and told my wife, I'm like, I'm like, yo, Popeye's chicken sandwiches. She's like, what are you talking about? And I explained to her, she like, Wow. Mm. Right. Since then, she been on it like boom, boom, boom. Like I'm talking about that that, that day she was at home at Lowe's buying masks, buying like mm-hmm. like dog, like like it's like we're, we're, we're let's put it. We are well prepared. OK. Yeah. You know what I'm saying we are well, well prepared. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But in the same sense, with all that being said, with all that being said, it's scary. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's scary. And, and, and you know, when you have, you know, we have kids that have medical issues. Mm hmm. And yeah, it's a concern. It's a concern. Yeah, right. You, you don't want to have to go to the hospital. I have a friend of mine who his doctor, his dad is the the head. Uh, his dad is the head chief pediatric surgeon at University of Michigan Hospital. Mm, okay, and he was like, "What happens is when this stuff like this happens, he was like, people, you might have a cold, and they're called worried well people, mm-hmm. and you might go to the hospital, but you go to the hospital." and not have anything, but you go with people that are there that actually have something. Wow. So you end up contracting it. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's a concern. That's a concern. You know, uh, 
it's so, so with all those things being being factored in, it's just a concern because you don't even want to have to go to the hospital. Yeah, no. Right? My wife like, yeah, I'm about to go run around the block. No, mm-hmm. you can fall out and break your ankle. You ain't going to the hospital. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Keep your butt in the crib. Right. We're not going to the hospital. Jog in place with that. You better jog in place, man. Where what you going? Oh, man, we locking it down, man. You know what I'm saying? And so your family's doing well. Okay. Uh, But but for me, um, it's just you you can't make sense of it. And and we as men Mm -hmm. have a very tough time with not being in control. Mm. Right? We have a very tough time with not being able to like baby it's okay and like no it's okay right and so all in all it's good man conversations like this really help it was a blessing that you called today like man let's put something together yeah because i it's something that i need it man i ain't gonna hold you up it's right on time yeah. man me too because you know Shanice and you know my wife and i've been on lockdown yeah. we right. we ain't going anywhere and the crazy part is you mentioned being real prepared man i came home Shanice, she was at work you know people talking about what's going on and right. stuff like that so she said you know in her mind she said well listen <laughs> i'm not gonna just ignore this. I'm going to go make something happen. She said yeah. she went to the grocery store. Now, I'm going to tell you, man, yeah. it's, you know, it's me and her, brother. It's yeah. me and her. We yeah. not, we yeah. don't need, I yeah. mean, we can really eat off of 40, 50 bucks a week right. for real. Right. When you start right. going to the store, right. you know what I mean? You buy a bag right. of chicken, a bag of fish, and some veggies. We're good. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? We, we right. spend more money on just eating crap. Right. You know what I mean? But um, we're good, man. When you, man, go to, you, man, listen. I went down there and looked in the freezer. <laughs> Didn't hardly shut the door. <laughs> looked in the refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Looked around, it's toilet paper yeah. everywhere. It's bottles of water. I'm like, man. So yeah. she, you know, I thank God for her, you know. Um, yeah, absolutely, I absolutely, absolutely. Because I and, and I and I kind of laughed at mine mm-hmm. a little bit. So when she hear this, she she'll. <laughs> I gotta give it to her on being on it. Yeah, big up, you know what big I mean? Because being yeah. a great wife, you know what I mean. Being right, that right, good right. thing, we that favor. Right, <laughs> big up. Right, right, <laughs> right. Finding a good right. thing, we thank yeah, God. Absolutely. Right. But, you know what I mean. At the same time, it's like, man, you know, I didn't, I didn't, you know. The concern, like you said, you know, we, you know, we have health challenges, brother, and right, correct. You know, my concern is is huge, and and that's another thing that for me with work, it was like, man, I can't really afford to be around anybody or anything that could possibly damage what what I got going on at home. Wow. So 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 let's let's talk about Mm -hmm. that because I think we both in that in that lane right now in that space, right? So. So how was it? How did you feel in making that decision? Like you, you got faced with a particular, like you, you faced with two choices, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When it came down to, you know what those choices are. Like if I do a go to work, then um, <clears throat> I open my home up for the possibility of X yeah. happening. Yeah. If I don't go to work, open the possibility of X, mm. Y or Y happening. Right. Right. And you've very decisively made a decision. That's yeah. what you had to do. Like, so let's talk about that man. decision and, and what went into that. And so, man, just really, you know, like I said, you know, um, you know, my wife was a recipient of a, of a, a organ, you know, so, right. you know, big ups to Andre. Thank you, man. Definitely was a yeah. blessing to my family. And so, Amen. you know what I mean? So Amen. with that, brother, um, there's, you know, she takes immune um, suppressants. And right. so that means that, you know, like a cold, a common cold 
for me or you, we just be like, okay, I'm three days. I'm maybe get, eat something good, get a good day of rest. Right. I'm back up and I'm working. I'm ready to go. Right. For her, man, it may be a week. It may be a week and a half. Right. You know what Absolutely. I mean? It may be, shoot, if things went bad, we on the way to the hospital because pneumonia set in. You see what I'm yeah. saying? And that's a Absolutely. constant situation. So when they when they started talking about this, you know, it being a respiratory thing and you know, uh, uh, viral pneumonia and all this other stuff, my mind immediately was like, okay. I just I looked at my time and said, okay, well, what I what do I got to what do I got to do here? Because the the although you know I I do appreciate my employer. And in real talk, they've been really, really helpful in this process. Um, but it was no question for me. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, okay, um, yeah. I'm out of here. Absolutely. And I'm, and I'm, and you know, whatever, whatever has to happen, um, based on that decision is what's going to have to happen. I'm just going to have to really trust the Lord at this point, Absolutely. but I'm out. Because it's not something that I'm going to ever, you know, I'm not going to trade that. No, I'm not, not, you know. not going to take, not even going to chance it. <laughs> I'm not taking yeah. that risk. I'm not, you know, in real talk, you know, my boss had to bring me my computer yeah. today. And I was looking at her yeah. like, hey, man. <laughs> 50, 50 feet, feet, drop it off in the yard. I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? Drop it off in the yard. Right. Step Stop. back. Leave it in the right. grass, man. <laughs> I'm watching you. Get it. <laughs> right. <laughs> But, you know, it is a real right. concern because, you know, um, you don't, you don't, you know, I know that my employer has things that they have to do. There's quotas that they have to meet. There are things that they need to do to make sure that they stay on top of, of game and they can, they're able to do the, the job that they committed to the people that they would right. be able to do at the same time. And, 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 you know, with me accepting that job, there's a certain Correct. level of commitment that I had given to them saying, hey, listen, yeah. You can depend on me to do no X, doubt. Y, and Z because you are yeah. my employer, and I agree to that every week when I accept absolutely. that check. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> when I accept right. that pay, I agree. You know what I mean? At the same time, no man. Um, if they would have had to let me go because I couldn't go back, man, I would have been just something yeah. I had to deal with. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you know ain't I mean? no doubt. Because it would be, I, I wouldn't be, man. No. All of the stuff that I've seen God do in overcoming with my wife and overcoming certain things, man, and just, you know, certain health challenges and things like that. What I've seen him do in those arena for me. And some people may say, oh, David, if that's the case, then your faith should have kept you at work. Nah, like I said, there's some wisdom that I had to use and I'm not about to put those things in jeopardy. Now, if something happened. I'm, I have full faith that my God is able no and doubt. willing to do whatever is necessary to do to bring her back to, to great health, right? Where she needs to be. At the yeah. same time, I don't have to no. challenge what has already been done if I have another no, way no, to absolutely. handle it. We got to use, wit- we gotta use you know wisdom. And, I gotta and at use some wisdom point in time, at some point in time, you have to be willing to have something that you are not going to compromise. Right? Man. And that is it, bruh. You said something right there. You said something right there because I think that that's really what we're seeing in this whole, you know, this whole situation from, you know, from a personal standpoint that we're talking about my household and what I would do into a broader scale to where is your line? 
What is it that, yep. where is it, where is it that you're going to accept this thing or reject it? Where is your line? And it's like, you know, is it, can I be, and and this is, you know, people may think wow. that I'm being far, yeah. going yeah. far when I say this, but can I be bought? Yeah. Yeah. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Because no question that's about a, it. That's the decision that I'm making. Yeah. You know what I mean? Am I being, can I be bought? Will I say, no, I need this money more than I need, you know, I need, and, and real talk, man, I'm not, Lord, thank you for the blessings that I have. I don't live a bad, I don't live in a, in a neighbor, I don't live in a crazy right. neighborhood. We've definitely seen the blessings of the Lord uh, with finances and things like that. So people may think that it's easy for me to right. come and have this conversation from the standpoint, but that's right. not true because I've not always lived this way. And I know what it's like to be right. poor. Right. I know what it's like not to have. I know what it's like to be on the verge of eviction and can't pay your bills and all of that. I know what that's like. And, you know, I, you know, it's, and I think the Lord, you know, especially based on the things that we read in the word of God, man, you know, I'm going to stand. I'm going to stand. It, it, this is, this is what he, I believe like, and, and, and it, it makes it so, it just makes it so important, man, because these type of things translate to other parts of your life. And so there is a stance that I have to take that I believe that this is the best decision for my family. And so I got to take that stance no matter what. Now, other people may not agree. People may think that I'm overreacting, blah, 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 blah. But there are some things, there's a stance that I have to take. And I always want to bring it back to this faith walk that we have, man, that there's a stance that we have to have, especially as, Christian men, I say that, you know what I mean? Christian men, that we have to stand on certain things, man, regardless if it's the popular idea or thought process, no matter if people agree with us or not, that this is what we believe and this is what we're going to stand on. And I believe that God honors that, man. I read this some time ago, um, and it really it really put me in a place where it, it, it helps me. And I'm going I'm to bring it all together, man, because what you just said, what we were talking about in the scripture and then where we are right now in this time, it really uh, is relevant. And it says, uh, so it's Philippians 4, and I'll start with verse 4. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. And that's always. You see what I'm saying? It's a, the, the Lord said, rejoice in the Lord always, meaning through every situation, right? But it says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Yeah. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. Yeah. The Lord is near. Everything. Be anxious. This is right here. Verse six. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Oh, and here is it. Here it is right here, bro. Here it I is right it. here. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension yeah. of the verse and say all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And it says, finally, brethren, yeah. this is the good part. Finally, yeah. brethren, whatever is true, yeah. whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, yeah. if there's any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. This is the thing right here, bro, and this is what I want to say, man. And this is what's good about this conversation and about where it ended up uh, based on where we based on where we started. When we started this conversation. We were talking about the panic that we're under that we see in this world. We were talking about 
what's going on in our jobs, what's going on with us personally, all of these things yeah. that are happening and, and the, the, the tumult that we can see in the in society and in the earth right now. This word is telling yeah. us, man, that we take these things to yeah. God, right? So we don't be anxious. We take these things with prayer yeah. and supplication yeah. and we give these things yeah. over to him. And then he do. says that now peace has a job to do. <laughs> Dude, peace has a job to do. Peace has a job. Peace, yeah. peace. Yeah. The, the responsibility yeah. of peace now is to guard your heart and to guard your mind, right? And to me, that is so poignant right now. And it starts to talk about Think on these things, dwell on these things. And this is what I mean. The fact of the matter that we started to get into conversation about our testimonies and what it is that God has yes. brought us through before. What that then, then does, it reminds us of what God can do. And it ignites this Holy Spirit within this inside of us, man. And it starts to give us different Amen. outlooks and different ways to look at this thing yeah. and not to be uh, feeling full of anxiety. But now we get to be full of peace. Because right. we can recount right. in our mind right. when he did it before. That's why I started to talk right. about whatever is good, whatever is pure, whatever is righteous, whatever those things are, any excellence that you had seen. When you watched God take you from point A to point B, when you, when it looked like it was not going to work out and it looked like that, the, the, that everything was stacked up against you and you put that, you brought that thing to the Lord and you said, Lord, this is what it is. And I got to be right. here in prayer and supplication. So I'm going to yeah. have my, I'm going to solidify my connection and communication with you. And I'm going to let you know what my request is. Wow. And so after that, he says, wow. when you do that, then I'm going to come and give you peace in the midst of your situation. Wow. You see what I'm saying? The right smack dab in the middle of it, not because the situation is, is over, but because you can remember Breathe. What it, when Preach. it was that you have been in Preach. crazy situation before Preach. and he Ain't came no. through Preach. for you. Yeah. Dude, yeah. you feel me? He came through. And so it's like, man, right now in this dire situation, when everybody's, uh, uh, you know, hearts and minds are going crazy because of whatever it is that the government is doing, what they are doing, what they're not doing, if they could have prevented it, if they didn't have any way to prevent it, uh, who's it affecting your life, my life, your kids, my wife, all oh, that was a bar. <laughs> but, but, uh, you know what I'm saying? All of those things it, that God wants you to remember that I've, I've done, done it, before. it before. I've looked after you before. I've taken uh, care of you before. Amen. I've made, and so all those things that the Bible says to begin to think of, mm. think on, become the attributes of wow. God in your life. What was it that he did to you that was good wow. for you that was good? What was it that he acted out in your life yeah. that was full of purity? What was it that was excellent that he did so that you could see how wow. great God Amen. is? Amen. And now you can right. walk in peace in the, in the, in the middle the of chaos, chaos because, <laughs> dude, because he's done, done it, it before, man. Man, man, Bruh. brother. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I don't know if this when the org is supposed to come in. A what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but, bro, that's, bro, that, that's, that's, right, that's amazing. That's amazing. And, 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 and that's Dude. that, that's that peace within. And, and, and if you remember, Bruh. if you remember, um, when Jesus mm. was in the boat with the disciples, right? And he was in the boat two mm. different times, right? Oh, several yeah. different times. But on two different occasions, one yeah. occasion, 
he they, the boat was 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 being tossed to and fro and it was kind of going kind of crazy yeah. and they're like yo my man back here sleep like wake him up like mm. wake him up how can you sleep at a time like this and so they go wake him up and what did jesus stand up and do he stand up and he said wind and the waves be still at that mm. point in time he spoke to the storm around them right but at the man. end of that you know what they said they said what manner of man is this Right, but then the next time people yeah. happen, right? So on the next time, what happened was they was in the storm without Christ, right? He came to him walking mm. on the water. When he came to him walking on the water, yeah. Peter got got ready to get out of the boat. What did he tell Peter? He said, "Peace be unto you." Right, so yeah, he wasn't come speaking on, <laughs> to the circumstance. He didn't speak to the circumstances around him. He spoke to the storm within Peter, right? And once he spoke to the storm Ooh. within Peter, Peter was able to walk out on God's promise, mm. right? Able to walk come out on, on God's God. promise and accomplish what he could never mm. accomplish without Christ. At the end of the story, two mm. very thing, two very very important things happen in this different scenario. Two very important mm. things. The first thing is. They said, truly, truly, you are the mm. son of God. Hey, the contrast yeah. from the last situation mm. of which manner of man is this? They had no idea of knowing Come on. right, who he was. Even in <laughs> the midst God. of the situation, even in the midst of a miracle, they still didn't see it. Mm. But when he was able to do that, they was able mm. to truly see him for who he was. A. B. He told mm. them to get in the storm and go to Genezareth, to the other side. The situation is... Mm. Through all of that, he told you to get in the boat to go to Genezareth. He didn't tell you to get in the boat and die, right? And so at the end of the storm, after all of the stuff you've been through, after you got that spoken piece, you ended up the very same place I told you that you would end up in. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's the God we serve. That's the reason why we do this. You talked about our why. This is our why. Hey, man. This is it right here, man, because we know. When we, man, when we put our hope yeah. in Christ, man, man, bruh, we going to get to exactly where he said we would. And now the motivational minutes. So for today's motivational minute, I want to ask you, what is your motivation? What drives you? What directs you? Sometimes we put so much effort and so much emphasis into things in life and are trying to accomplish things that we tend to lose sight on what it is we're actually here for. I remember when I was younger, I used to stand in line for Air Jordans when they came out. Line wrapped around the building. I remember one night when the new Xbox came out, me and my brother-in-law stayed out in front of Best Buy all night in the winter, waiting for it to drop. Years later, as I get older, I look back at some of those things, shoes that I no longer have, games that I no longer play, things that I no longer do, and I can't help to ask myself, why did I spend so much time doing so many things that years later appear to be so unimportant? We go through life, breaking our necks to accomplish our dreams and goals, and then guess what? Something happens, and the world comes to a screeching halt. And life as we know it, it's changed forever. It cost some people their lives. It cost some people their finances. It cost some people their jobs. And it cost some people to even lose their purpose. How is it possible 
that I put so much work in, I put so much effort in. I've done so many of the things I thought were the right things to do. But yet and still, here I am in this place where everything that I feel like I've worked for, everything I think that I've strived to accomplish is now gone because of this situation. See, the problem is not what it is that we're going through. The problem is we have a misunderstanding of our purpose. So I kind of want to handle this in two panels. The first panel is for the believer. Listen, our God is so much bigger than coronavirus. No, the world is not coming to an end, at least not right now. But God is trying to get our attention. He's calling us right now to get rid of so many other distractions that we have in our lives and draw closer to him. Over these past several months, I pray that each and every Christian, each and every believer has used this opportunity to get closer to their Lord, to learn something about him that they didn't know prior to the storm, prior to coronavirus, something that they can not only use for themselves to grow on, something that they can also use to share with others. Let us not be fooled. Let us not become attached to temporal things, things that are temporary. 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Let us have an eternal focus. Let us be intentional with our eternal focus when it comes to our lives and when it comes to our relationships with Christ. But the message doesn't stop there. Christ has also got a message for the non-believer, the person that has not accepted him as their Lord and personal Savior and asked him to come into their heart and made him the head of their lives. He's also got a message for you. He's calling you to draw closer to him, to come in communion with him and to have a relationship with him before it's too late. It often makes me think about the movie Titanic and how the boat is going down, there's craziness around them. People are falling off, people are drowning. And in the midst of all this madness, the band continues to play. It's an analogy for how the world is. With all the craziness going on, with all of the protests, with all of the coronavirus, with all the COVID-19 worries, there are people that still refuse to understand or still refuse to believe that the boat is going down. God is calling you. He's telling you that the ship is sinking. The boat is going down. I want to have a relationship with you. I want you to be in communion with me so that I can save you. And to make it official, you know what he did? He sent you a lifeboat. He sent us all a lifeboat. And the lifeboat is Jesus Christ. We're going to get through this, y'all. Remember, our God is bigger than coronavirus. And for the believer, he hasn't promised us smooth sailing, but he has promised us a safe arrival. This is the Motivational Minutes.